guest, our only guest. He's back! Yay! Yay. <laughs> guest and only guest! Yay! And first listener. Yeah. And now Mangus Guthrie. Yay. Yay! And this is a special one-year anniversary episode of yeah. our podcast. Cheers! 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 Yeah. <laughs> Cheers! So, we did not read a book for this one, although we will be back soon with Children of the Jedi. Yes. We're working on it. Yeah, we're, we're making our way through that one. <laughs> yeah. But for today, we just wanted to take a moment to sit back, reflect, appreciate, appreciate yeah. where we've come. It's yeah. been it's been a journey. It has been a journey. Yeah. yeah. So is it, is it yeah. a year to the day of our first posting? Let's see. Yes. Yes. It oh. is exactly this moment. I figured, yeah, I thought that. Yes, yeah. It's February 11th. We're recording this. So. Yep. A year to the day. When we started with... Well, our first episode was just... Us. Oh, Chit Chatty. Uh, yeah. Like this, so it's yeah, a perfect anniversary. anniversary. But our first book was the first Young Jedi. And not everybody makes it to a year. I remember I had a blog that had exactly one entry. This is definitely the exception. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we haven't, like, you know, we haven't exactly exploded, but we also have some listeners who are very active yeah. and responsive. And I would take them over way more, like, indifferent listeners. Yeah, we've had... Or mean listeners. Our listeners are very yeah, nice. Yeah, the nicest comments about this podcast. Yeah, it's been... I, I have not heard anything bad about yeah. it. <laughs> it's been lovely. Yeah. And I would have heard it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we were just going to do some some chit-chat, some questions. Questions, questions yeah. Stuff. Angus has wrote down some questions. Yep, so we, we brought Angus on to interview us. <laughs> we thought very long and hard about these. Yeah. yeah. No pressure. <laughs> Should I just go down the list, I guess? Yeah. One at a time, yeah. Okay. Well, what's the first thing you want to do in our Galaxy's Edge when it comes ah, when, it, when it opens yeah, up? So we have and when we get to go in, I guess what five over. years or something? No, we're going next year. We're hopefully going next year. Oh, are we actually gonna get to go in there? Yes. Yes. It's. I think it opens. <laughs> it in opens this year. Orlando in it's the, the fall. In the fall of this year. So like next year when we yeah. go in February twenty twenty. Oh. Be ready for us. <laughs> well, you need to do an episode about that then. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're doing yeah. an episode about Are you going to come with us to Galaxy Edge? I, I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> you could be on that episode. You're, yeah. You're taking two of my children with you. <laughs> we might not take our children, take your children to Galaxy's Edge. They might be having a granny day when we go to Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, so I think the one in Hollywood is opening like, first yeah. soon yeah. Or okay. in the spring, and then the one in Orlando will be like fall, fall. to 2019. Um, yeah. And so, for people who may not have been following yeah. it, Galaxy's Edge are the Disney um, parks or park sections that are Star Wars themed, and they have their whole own continuity. So, it's in the Star Wars universe, it's a new location, it's a particular planet whose name I don't remember, it's like yeah. a trading outpost, and they're going to be releasing either books or comic books oh. up ahead, like establishing the oh, continuity yeah. and the story in this world as it is. That's pretty yeah. neat. Um, yeah. So it's exciting. I mean, I think I'm excited about the Millennium Falcon. Ride. I mean, I think I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I think I'm so. Is I it think a full? In general. Is it just a full model of the Millennium Falcon? You pilot the Millennium yeah. Falcon, like that's the ride. But is it also like a full model? Yes, like, I think when in, you, at least from the like sketches I've seen, like when you walk in, the first thing you see is the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Well, like if we're anything, yeah, if we're anything like Kevin Smith, I guess we will. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm really excited by that, and I'm also excited about apparently um, through like Disney modern technology, you are sort of like tracked throughout the galaxy's edge. So like, depending on like how many points you get on like a certain ride, okay. um, like cast members will come up to you and be like, "Great job!" Yeah. Like, so like when you go to the train, that's like I think that's what I'm the most excited yeah, about is like this like attempted like immersiveness and continuity throughout. It's like so almost like, like a choose your own adventure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like it's living that. So like if you do a really good job piloting the ship in the flying thing, then you will have like a good reputation when you go to the trading post and want to like negotiate yeah. with somebody. Um, so I'm really excited about that. And I'm also just excited about the vibe, right? Yeah. Like the costumes and the set decoration and all of that. Are they supposed to have a lot of extras walking around just in costume? I think I'm sure that they will. Yeah. And I'm also, is, is this, is 
Galaxy's Edge the one where they're not going to have anything that, like, says Galaxy's Edge on it? I think so. I think that they've oh, said that, that, like, it's only going to, they're only, like, all the, I mean, obviously it's going to be t-shirts, but it's all going to be, like, with the, all the decorations and stuff that, like, maybe you would see in the Star Wars universe. universe. Like, yeah. it doesn't say, like, Disney Star Wars yeah. on I it. I think, like, Galaxy's Edge stuff you have to buy out. Like, it doesn't, section, yeah, like, like it doesn't break yeah. the continuity oh, of the I story. Like, I yeah. like that. That, like, that sounds really good. Yeah, yeah, the memorabilia doesn't break the continuity yeah. of the story. So I'm really excited to see all of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the idea of the hotel, too. Like, maybe yeah, going to the hotel bar, open, that probably yeah. won't be open yet, but that would yeah. be... That would yeah, be but apparently, like, yeah, the hotel, there's going to be, like, a Star Wars-themed hotel, and that is also going to tie in to, like, what what's happening at Galaxy's Edge. Right. Yeah. And, like, how you do things in the hotel can factor in. And... Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's super, super interesting. Yeah. Um, very so, very excited about, about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> We yeah. will talk about it. When I guess we go. if the yeah. I guess if the very first thing you can do is get on the Millennium Falcon, that's fine. Yeah. that's what I'm most, uh, most excited about. That seems pretty neat. And there's like an, I think another ride that's planned. And I can't remember what it is. I can't remember. There's only like at least a few rides, and then I wonder if there's gonna be a restaurant. There's gotta be a restaurant. Like I would assume there are places. Maybe not a full restaurant. Maybe like, maybe like a quick service. Whatever it is, I'm just excited to yeah. see. I'm excited to see the details. Yeah. Because like for me. Like, what I've learned doing research on Disney in the last God knows how long is, like, Disney has this thing where anything that you can see walking around is considered, like, on stage. Yeah. And it's supposed to be, like, done up. And anything that you can touch is, like, it feels real. So, like, not everything there is accurate, but anything that you can touch is supposed to feel accurate. So, I'm excited to sort of, like, look at details. Yeah. I'm excited they, like, to see, like, the detail work and the set work yeah. and stuff, because it is so different than what they've done, but they are really good at, like, yeah. world building and yeah. stuff. And it's always nice to see people put care into be at the world yeah, building it does seem of something. I'll be also very curious to see how it works within the larger yeah. park, because yeah. it's not just Galaxy's Edge, it's Galaxy's Edge within... Um, MGM, right. Hollywood Studios, where they're also building up a big Toy Story land, and they still have the yeah. Tower of Terror and like the movie retrospective stuff. So yeah, like how is it still Tower? Oh, they only changed it in the yeah, in California. Change they changed it, yeah. but in in Florida, it's still yeah, Tower of Terror. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wouldn't you two lose your minds if they had as one of the restaurants like Dax's Diner? Yep. Yes. <laughs> oh my God! If I could say hello <laughs> to Dex. Hello, Dex. In the way that I would go buy a Jedi robe just to fiddle with the sleeves. Get a fake beard. <laughs> and say, hello, Dex. Hello, Dex. <laughs> with that fond twinkle in my eye. Oh, my God. If you want an episode where we talk about what we think, <laughs> the backstory of Dex and Obi-Wan's relationship is, please let us know. Yeah, we, we have talked about I it. I spent two hours talking about Dex. Yeah, I love Dex so much. Dex the clone. Dex not a great movie. Special. Yeah. Dex, man. Oh, Dex is amazing. So I guess that's what you would want if they end up making that Ewan McGregor uh, Obi-Wan movie. I yeah, don't think just Dex the backstory. Dex needs to be in there. <laughs> like, Obi-Wan's in hiding on Tatooine, and then he, like, goes back to Coruscant for a weekend, yeah. even though it's super dangerous to meet Me up with Dex, Dex because he, he like, maybe the so diner's in trouble. It's like a, it's like a Blues Brothers story. Yeah. Like, he goes yeah. back to Coruscant. <laughs> God. He's on a mission from God to save Dex's diner. He has to go around Coruscant and, like, gather up some yeah. people, to, and like, then at the together. end, they're, like, put on a show to save Dex's diner, and yeah. then he has to, like, fade away back to Tatooine. Yeah. Um, Greenlit. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get cracking. Make that movie. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, uh, next question, I guess. Uh, since we talked, we talked about this a, a little bit, or I talked about this a little bit. How sometimes when I try to get into new Star Wars books, feel I get a few chapters in, and I just kind of decide, like, you know, if this wasn't Star Wars themed, if it didn't have lightsabers, I would not care about this, and I would not keep reading it. And I am just curious if there were any books in particular that stuck out to you where you were just like, mm, yeah, well, it's Star Wars, but good lord. Thrawn. The- yeah, I think All Thrawn, the Thrawn. Are, all right. is, Thrawn is the big one that sticks out to me. Yeah, that was um, a real slog. Yeah, Those were- there's just so many. <laughs> There were, th- there were three, but they felt like 50. And yeah. So that trilogy of books that's, if, I don't, if I'm not getting this incorrect, is kind of uh, credited with like that explosion of like, the extended. Yes, it is. Yes, right? it, it, is. Is the ones it is the ones that got it going. Sort of off, yeah. yeah. And I can kind of see why 
Especially if that's your only choice. Right. Of Star it's Wars this choice, or nothing. It sort of makes sense. It's like we were talking about with watching TV the other yeah. day, like how when you're a kid before streaming, <laughs> right. yeah. you end up watching a lot of shows you don't like because what are you going to do? Not watch TV? Right. Yeah. Like, All Real Monsters is on and it's happening. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if something's on, you're watching it. Like, and so it's like, if this is the book that you have, yeah, you read it. That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I think Thrawn was probably the hardest one that was, to like sit through. That was a real challenge. Yeah. Um, but on the back end of that... Like, I think the book that sort of sticks out the most that I think could succeed without being connected to Star Wars would be, like, Tales from Java's Palace. Tales from Java's Palace was so excellent. Yeah. It's like really good. Really fabulous short writing. stories in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it had very strange ideas. Like, the whole idea is about the, oh, I forgot the name of those monks. Yeah, oh, the, 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 the Bormor monks. Bormor yeah. monks. Yeah. yeah, like, that was That was really creepy as hell. Yeah. That, yeah, tons of great, like little kind of tidbits that you yeah. would get in other places. And yeah, and like none of it was on Yeah, that seemed like great a great sort of independent sci-fi that could have just been set yeah. Yeah, and anywhere. It, and it made the the scenes in Return of the Jedi feel much like richer yeah. and more complex. Yeah. Um so I really appreciated that. Yeah. And I probably would still enjoy the Han Solo trilogy. Yeah, I think probably. I'd- Although it did certainly get a boost from being Han Solo, yeah. at least especially in the first one. Yeah, but I think if I didn't know who Han Solo was, I would have enjoyed. It was still like they were book. still just like straight up enjoyable. Yeah, and still you know scrappy underdog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but Rogue most or- of them, I think, need the Star Wars connection. Yeah, to keep to me in there. Succeed, yeah, like. Definitely all of the Jedi Academy trilogy. Yeah, Young Jedi Knights. Young Jedi Knights, for sure. I mean, I'd say Crystal Star sticks out as, like, one of the more, like, like enjoyable yeah. ones I've read. But even that, I think, I don't know that I would necessarily I don't know. pick that book up if I... Young... I mean, Crystal Star is also such an interesting one because it feels the least like a Star right. Wars and you're just comparing it. Yeah. Yeah. Although it does have the characters, but it's... We, we talked a lot about how it's more like a fairy tale yeah, than, like, a Star, Star Wars, Wars novel. novel. So yeah. it was sort of an interesting case, yeah. but... Yeah, I think Thrawn is definitely that was the toughest yeah, to deal that with, was the hardest to get and I would through. never have cracked that cover if it weren't a Star Wars. Yeah, if it was just like if it was a Star Trek book, right? Yeah, and I feel like it could easily have been a Star Trek book, knowing nothing about Star Trek books. Yeah. But it just seems like <laughs> are they Star Trek books? Oh, oh yes, got it, got it, right? Yes, <laughs> there are just as many at least, if not more. If not, I'm more. sure there's more actually. Yeah, I mean, longer, it's been gone yeah. longer. Yeah, yeah. Okay, not not hating on Star Trek. I've seen probably everything Star Trek, but. Yeah. I okay. Didn't know there were novels. There are novels. <laughs> no, there are novels. I don't want to perpetuate that Trekkies versus. We all, we do not get haters no, no, on our no, podcast. No. Our fans forgive all and of I, our fans. And I don't want to get you any. <laughs> just I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah. We do not hate on Star Trek. We just don't know as much about Star Trek no, as we do about but Star Wars. We did. I do remember from our from when we read that that Vonda McIntyre, the author of the Crystal yeah. Star. Wrote many more Star, Star Trek Wars novels than yeah. Star Wars novels. Actually, a bunch of one. them have also written Star Trek, Star Trek novels. novels. But yeah. she wrote a lot of Star Trek novels, and she is the one who came up with Sulu's first name, which oh. first appeared in a Star, Star Trek, Trek novel, novel. not on the show. Oh. So that was Vonda McIntyre. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, somewhat uh, related to this is like, which characters from the movies did you still find likable in the books? And Lando does really well in the books overall. Generally, yeah. He's, there's a couple books. He's not airtight. Kevin J. Anderson makes him a real creep sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but overall... He's not good with Mara Jade's boundaries. Which I guess you could see in that character. If some, you wanted, if some you clearly to. do. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, but some clearly do. Yeah. Um, Lando does really well. Who I did not find likable in the movies, but found very likable in the books, is 3PO. Yeah. 3PO, yeah, 3PO is, really does shine oh, okay. Shine in the books. Yeah, in 3PO's a, way that... a real all-star in the books. He's always, like, trying his best. Yeah. And he, it really is emphasized in the books, I feel like. I feel like in the books, people are meaner to him more consistently yes. than they are in the movies. Which I guess maybe makes him a little more sympathetic. Like, in the movies, they just yell at him at times of stress, but in the books, they just hate him. Yeah, like, outwardly. So, so the, much. Do you think the lack of the, I guess, voice acting has something to do with it, too, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't think so. Yeah, I no. think he's just, he comes off very helpful and, like, Yeah, he's, like, necessary. genuinely trying so hard. Like, he's raising those kids by himself. Yeah, <laughs> He's the only one who he's the only one who like, read a child yeah. development are, book. Are there any good parents in Star Wars? No, no. <laughs> no, I mean, no. we have not. We have not found them. No. But he, 
yeah, he like read child development books in preparation for Jason and yeah. Jaden's return from Anoth. Yeah, and he Aww. uh he wrote a song, a catchy song, a catchy yeah. pop ballad about Han Solo to try to get Leia interested in him again during yeah. courtship of Princess Leia. Yeah, he just sounds like charming. And like, I vaguely remember a friend of mine in like fourth grade singing that song because he because he, he was reading that book at the time. That's amazing. That's very great. Yeah, it does have lyrics. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, he's just like off really well, really trying hard yeah. in a way that most of the characters aren't. Like three PO seems like he really wants to make these books work in a way that most of yeah, the characters don't. are not really invested yeah. in. Obviously, Luke is our problem child yeah. when it comes to these books. Yeah. He's been doing all right the last few books. That's but... true. He had a good turn in um, the Kathy t- in, in Truth of was a good book for him. And I'm going the last couple books. I haven't hated him. Right. Well, there was a period where. Every book. In the Young Jedi Knights books, the Jedi Academy, Academy trilogy, trilogy, the Cornhorn book. Yeah. Hi, Jedi. Yeah. He, he was just... He was a wreck. I mean, by Thrawn, he was sort of just like a non-entity. Yeah. <laughs> just whatever. Um, I think Han is... Overall I mean, not great. The Han Solo trilogy, he was... Amazing. He was amazing, yeah. But generally, he's just sort of like... Nobody knows what to do with him. Nobody mm. knows what to do with Han. He does not have, like, a job. Yeah. He doesn't <laughs> have anything useful to say. He yeah. doesn't take care of his children. He's just around to be kind of angry and resentful. Yeah, he was a he was a hero at the moment when he needed to be a hero. And afterwards, it's like, trying to, I guess, fit him in, in a new sort of government yeah. structure or something like that. Which it's seems not like work. every yeah. book they're trying to do that and it just never lands. Yeah, on, by the time you get to Young Jedi Knights, he's basically just a chauffeur. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I suppose it would have been interesting if they really just, like, okay, and he becomes an actual general and, you know, commands yeah. fleets and blah, 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 that and so forth. And anything. Anything. Just land on anything. But he just has nothing. Yeah. But really. you're trying to, trying to keep him, like, too close to what he was, like, yeah, obviously he's going to flounder, which yeah. I guess is kind of what they went with in the movies, too. Yeah. He, you well, know, he ends up just going yeah, back to what he knows. Like, yeah. smug, like, you know, well, yeah. the smuggling. <laughs> yeah, they had it. In the books, he's sort of like the eternal malcontent, the eternal yeah. misfit. And I honestly don't feel like that's how I see him in the, in, in the movies. In Force Awakens. Yeah. Um, because even in the movies where he's like, I'm not in this for your rebellion, and I'm certainly not in it for you. Right. I expect to get paid. He's not like... Yeah. He's not like awkward. He doesn't feel out of place. He's not like... No, like he's not like, I don't fit in in this fancy dust star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> yeah. likes me. Yeah, it's like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, these yeah. diplomat types aren't <laughs> taking me seriously. Yeah. Other boys are looking at my girlfriend. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and he really kind of turns into that a yeah, lot. He's a little bit mopey. In, in the, the books. In the books. Uh-huh. And Leia just... It's hit or miss. I, I feel like a lot, of, even. a lot of people don't quite get her voice. Yeah. Well. I think that... They certainly haven't, from what I gather, haven't turned her into what she's now viewed as, you know, and popular no. culture and in the movie and no. what she's portrayed as now in the, in no, the movies yeah, like that has I don't think that image has ever come through in any of the books no, no in the books she's very prissy very yeah. judgmental very into like the luxuries and there's yeah, kind of like a lot of gifts kind of like a women be shopping thing <laughs> yeah, going yeah, on yeah, with yeah, Leia yeah, yeah. Um, or being serious about her job and diplomacy right yeah, she's very serious about her job and very serious about diplomacy but she also hates her job yeah hates her children Hates everyone in her life. Yeah. yeah, nobody seems that's and we've talked about this in other episodes, but like yeah. nobody seems particularly happy. <laughs> yeah, I would just like someone are. to be happy. Yeah. Um, or what they're doing. Yeah. And that's kind of I'd like to read a Star Wars book where people are like, Man, I work hard, but I love what I do and <laughs> I really see this paying off. Yeah. And I'm so like, glad that I made these right. choices. It's really challenging in this moment, but like overall, like I love my Some, job. Somebody who backed the rebellion and his faith was rewarded by the winning and yeah, everything and just everything, went swimmingly you know, from there. Because why shouldn't it? Right, and it doesn't right. mean that you live a life free of conflict, right? right. It doesn't mean nothing interesting ever happens. But no, just, happy people have conflict in their life, but not you know, a they're still happy. Yeah. yeah, but just with Leia, her sort of trajectory as going from senator to rebellion leader to congressperson of some kind yeah. to chief of state of the new republic is sort of treated as laid out for her and she right. is resentful of it 
every step of the right. way. Like, she does not want to be whatever it is that she is initially. She does not want to be chief of state. She does not want to clean up the garbage around court. Like, she does not like it. But yeah. she's just like, well, this is what I've been trying I'm the to daughter do. of Bail Organa, and right. everybody in the world would be dead if they didn't have me to help <laughs> them. So I guess I just have to take care of you losers. Right. And it's just, like, not a great look yeah. on her. I feel like once you've blown up, like, two Death Stars, I think your job's done, and you can just, They've blown you know. up, like, 20 Death Stars. Oh, yeah, if you think they stopped at two Death Stars, <laughs> boy, we have some catching up to do. Coming up every year. They just have, like, like, oh, you need a Death Star? Because you've got, like, five out yeah. back. Keys in the ignition. Yeah. It's like renting, getting a Death Star is like renting a U-Haul. You yeah. just go out to the lot, you say how big you need your Death Star. It needs to be at least 25, but other than that. You got the money for a down, the cash for it. You got $500 in a driver's license. Make sure you get the insurance. You can get a Death Star. Yeah. This is... <laughs> There's a lot of Death Stars in these books. Mm-hmm. And we're not done. Like, I don't think we've seen the last Not even close. <laughs> No, but what was surprising to me is that you've done 37 books. That's crazy. You 37! You know, when, when you think of most book series or something like that, you know, th- there's not 37 Harry Potter and books. And we are yeah. not even close. Yes. And you're not even We've close. barely scratched this. I don't even know what percentage of the way it would be. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting to find out. Yeah. We should have done that. should have done that math. We're not a... But yeah, there's tons left. Yeah, we've got a lot. A lot of work left to do. Yeah. But as a neat segue, what was most surprising to you about going through this one year journey already and actually, you know, digging back into those books that you read back in the day? You know, some of them you read back in the day, but some of them were obviously new to you. So, what was was most surprising to you about that? I mean, like, a pleasant surprise is like, shout out to the listeners. It's been nothing but kind and supportive and just lovely because. There's a lot of talk about tensions in fan communities yeah. and people having like Especially so. very strong yeah. opinions and very negative takes, and we've had nothing but yeah. We, I haven't seen yeah nasty he, anything that we hear from people is either people saying like "great job" or "I don't quite agree with you, but great job." Yeah, like yeah. but it's been nothing but <laughs> yeah. That nice. was so that like was really yeah. First of all, yeah, the water is just fine. Yeah. So that's, yeah. That was a good surprise. Yeah. So why do you think that is? And which topics do you think you avoided that helped you with that? And do you want to engage those topics right now? Just burn it all down it after like a year. Most of the intensity is centered around the new movie. Yeah. And we okay. and we're not talking I about mean, that too much. In our first episode, we, we talked talk about, about yeah. how we felt about the movies, but mm-hmm. the focus of the podcast is the books. The yeah. books. And I feel like Mo- even people who really enjoy the books at this point you're like far enough down the line like everyone's been through the emotional journey of no longer being canon yeah. everyone's sort of accepted like there's a new continuity and it's i i hope that everyone is sort of or most people have the same kind of relationship of like fond memories more yeah. than a super active and current investment I yeah, think. I think so. And sense of ownership. And yeah. sense of ownership. I think it helps that it's sort of this feeling of like a revisit, but it's sort of like like watching a show that you watched as a kid, as right. an adult, and being like, oh, wait, this was weird. Right. You know, like watching Mr. Rogers and be like, this land of make-believe stuff is bananas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is this? Yeah. Just show me how to make Oreos, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like taking it from that perspective, like, because I think we... We often talk about this is how I would have thought of it when I was younger, but yeah. this is how I think of it now. And it's so long ago that these books, I mean, Thrawn is like 30 years ago. Yeah, now. it's been a really long time. What? Yeah. yeah. Almost. Yeah. 30? Yeah. yeah, Thrawn is like 92. Yeah. 91, 92. Yeah, almost. So close to 30. Close to 30. Good, great. Yeah. So, it, yeah, there's like a, I think a much bigger gap. Yeah, I between... think there's like an emotional yeah. distance. Yeah. People aren't like burning those hot fires yeah. at this point. Yeah. Um, so you think it's like, you know, even if people felt that strongly, maybe, you know, 20 years ago, well, I like, think they've, locked, if, like, they've locked those books up in that sense of ownership long enough that like, they're ready to, like, share it with other yeah. people now, because yeah. nobody's really, well, really been talking about these Like, books. this might be a little bit incorrect, but it's just my vibe, is that, like, the people who are the t- personality type to get, like, very angry and yell at you about Star Wars on the internet are probably not going to take the time to, like, sit down and read a 400-page book before they do it. Yeah. Like, there is sort of a a higher, like, bar for entry. 
Like, you can watch a movie and be furious about the movie. That is less work. Yeah. Than re- I think that, maybe that's true. Than reading iJedi yeah. and coming at us for our corn also, horn takes. Because you, you read 37 books for this, so yeah, that, is, that is quite an investment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think this also might be incorrect. But I think, like, Thrawn especially, and, and some of the others sure. yeah. out there, um, like, that was on the bestseller, <laughs> like, New York Times bestseller Yes. List. Like, not just Star Wars fans right. were reading those books, and I think the audience for the extended universe was a lot different than the audience of, like, an ex- or expanded universe, right? It's a lot different for an audience of expanded universe of any yeah. franchise, I think, today. Yeah. Um, and so I think the way those books were sort of geared towards yeah, audiences Yeah, I think people just, like, different. picked up Star Wars books in airports and stuff. To yeah, read, like, I think like... they were sort of, like, beach reads or, you know, the kind of, like... You know, not necessarily light, but yeah. You know, if you were a fan of science fiction, like I don't think you necessarily had to be like a diehard Star Wars fan to read yeah. these books. Um, and I think that's a difference of like the time, like the '90s time period, where you didn't have the internet like you do now, yeah. right? And you didn't have the sort of like connected social media connections of like fandom that you do now, right? That like it was a much smaller that, yeah. world. And I mean and, and I, I don't think people necessarily aside from us are yeah. going back and reading those books. <laughs> not really. You, know, you don't have to as well, a not, as a listener. Right. Yeah. Like you don't have to No. You never have to read We don't books. expect people to read no, books. No, you know to be with, although like certainly it, we have at least one or two people fans who are, who are and that's amazing. And that's yeah. fabulous. Yeah. But um, it, I don't think it's necessarily a requirement to enjoy hopefully not. Hopefully not. <laughs> to enjoy what we're doing. Yeah, there are there are video game podcasts like Retro Video Game Podcasts yeah. that I listen to and I've never played those yeah. games. Well it's like well, I'm how talking about game, yeah, how get me. I don't yeah. watch the movies and I love that yeah. podcast. We generally about. wait until the end of the yeah. episode to be like, okay, is this movie worth watching or not? Yeah, we were talking about the James Bonding podcast with uh, Mac Orley and Matt Meyer do, and I have not. I've seen some of the James Bond films. I haven't seen all of them, but I love those two guys and how they, you know, discuss the films. And so I'll listen to every episode. Of the podcast. Yeah, the same with the Jason Voorhees podcast. Yeah, like, I'll listen to that. But I haven't not seen maybe the first one. I haven't seen any. Of I haven't those, seen any. But of I did the listen to the first couple, and I really enjoyed um, it. But it's more about the the sort of hosts and, and, and the conversation and their, and their passion about like what they're doing. And so I think it probably also helps that we don't really present ourselves as. Experts, <laughs> so there's no real victory in dunking on us. Yeah. Like if we're wrong about something, <laughs> we'll say sure. <laughs> if you're like, if you get in touch with us and you're like, here, you're wrong, we'll just be like, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We're not experts. Yeah. So I think that that helps. Yeah. Like if you're right and we're wrong, and you don't woo. consider yourselves guardians or stewards. Of no. No. <laughs> of this content, for sure. No, no I am only yeah. no. Carrying it forward. I also for the like next forget most of the books after we read them <laughs> very <laughs> quickly. Sometimes I go back and listen to our episodes just to, like, try to remember what happened in a book. Yeah. Because I'm not going to, like, read it again, but. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and certainly we enjoy what we're doing, but. Oh, I'm having a great time. But we're not, I don't feel any kind of, like. And I also wouldn't be doing this unless we were doing the podcast. Like, right. yeah, I would not true. be rereading these books yeah. without you. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I didn't have a friend. I didn't have someone me. to talk to about these. <laughs> like, I. If I had been like, maybe I'll read the entire Star Wars Legends canon, yeah, I yeah. would read like a couple and be like, maybe I won't. Yeah. <laughs> I would maybe have read Courtship Princess Leia again. That was real fun. <laughs> that on social was super fun. I would still like to read the AC Crispin um, Jack Sparrow prequel based yeah. on the strength of her Han Solo prequel books. Yeah, because yeah, we have um, more AC Crispin. Yeah. You're going to be a face. The author of the Han Solo trilogy wrote a Jack Sparrow prequel. Yeah. Novel. Oh. <laughs> I think it's, like, it's, like, it's, it's like a young adult. I think it's like a young adult novel. Yeah, I think I've seen. I think I've seen it. Yeah, they can book Yeah, so I think we've discovered like some authors that we really yeah appreciate. some some really good authors. Um, that's been really nice. Yeah, that's been super nice. Yeah. That's the end of your question yeah. list. That's the quote. Yeah, that's the end. Okay, so. We talked about this question forever, and I think we should forever okay. ago, and we should just do it. So, how far is tattoo far? <laughs> Star Wars tattoos ah, for each right. other. For each other. If you and I went on an episode, <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to maybe explain that first? Did we talk about it on the podcast? No, we didn't. We did, yeah. So explain explain that concept. So first. <laughs> we were at a conference a couple months ago, and we were watching cable, which we rarely get to do. Yeah, and there's a show on MTV. Called How Far Is Tattoo Far? Hosted by Snooki and some other guy. A per a guy who yeah. like if Snooki was a guy, that's who he would be. Yeah. So yeah, it's he's, not he's it's not another cast right. member from the. No, from the no, 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 Jersey Shore, but he's no. another like MTV. Another MTV guy. So um, I feel like that would be the situation. <laughs> it's, the situation. It's not the situation. <laughs> okay. Um, 
But the premise is that you go on the show with, with like, a person, a person, and friend is very much in quotes, <laughs> um, and you you go on and you have an idea for a tattoo that you want to give the other person. Yeah, each person gets to assign the other person a tattoo and a placement of the tattoo, and you don't get to see the tattoo until it is on your body. Right. There's like a big reveal yeah. at the end. Spoiler alert, it's horrendous. Yeah, Often. usually, yeah. <laughs> I've there's, seen some very sweet ones. There's been some lovely ones, but for the most part, but it's mostly just it is a nightmare. Um, and you learn a lot of people just really hate each other deep down. Yeah, I really want to inflict hurt <laughs> in a way that you wouldn't have necessarily anticipated. Yeah, yeah it's shocking. Um, well, that not being the case between you two. No, 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 no let's, let's have it. <laughs> no, so if we were going to do how far is that too far? Does it have to be expanded universe? Um, it can't just be Star Wars. No, Star Wars. Okay, just Star Wars. I was going to say Expanded Universe, but... Yeah. I mean, it's a... Let's say it has to be Expanded Universe. It has to be Expanded Universe. Okay. Well, if it's not Expanded Universe, you can't include porgs, and porgs are so adorable. It's not... It can't include porgs. That's yeah. just not where this is. This is not... We're not uh, actually getting these tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. These are just like, the best you could do, how far is tattoo far? Star Wars Expanded Universe themed tattoos. Okay. It's very specific. It really is incredibly specific. Do you have an idea? I do have one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So yeah. my how far is tattoo far? Star Wars tattoo for you uh-huh. would be, um, and I, I would have to talk to the tattoo artist about how right. like the design because yes. I don't exactly know what it would be. But essentially, I would say like inside of the wrist, okay. like yeah. I don't have a preference on which wrist. Okay, so I could inside <laughs> inside <laughs> of the wrist. Maybe like two inches long. Yeah. Like a um a betting ticket from the Ungulian Poppers. <laughs> like <laughs> that would be amazing. That's the one I would go with. Like which race it was, like how much you put down, which blob that you had your money on. Like it'd be I would do an Ungulian Blob races betting ticket okay. for your tattoo. That, that's pretty excellent. <laughs> I think mine I came up with one. I think mine would Definitely be like a full back tattoo. <laughs> oh this is what goes wrong with how far is tattoo from? Of so Mon go- Mothma chastising. <laughs> we go from two inch tattoo on the wrist to full back tattoo. Well, that's why this show doesn't work. <laughs> because somebody. Oh, well, the thing is, is that like if I'm gonna show all of my Mothma and Luke, like yeah, no, you need a canvas. I need a space to yeah, do yeah. that. I mean, I guess maybe it could be like an upper thigh tattoo, or like one thigh could be Luke and one thigh. <laughs> Area, but in the stuff, I'm not allowed to contribute to my tattoo. But here we go. Yeah, let's put something. You don't get to. You don't get to pick. Yeah, no. <laughs> but like in the style of like the stained glass windows at the beginning of Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Uh, yeah. Mama looking to the sunset yeah. and Luke just like in shame. That'd be good. Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> what was what was the other question we had about casting? So one of our listeners, Dom, who's a friend. A personal friend of ours asks, um, which of the books that you've read so far would you want to see as a movie and how would you cast it? Ooh. Okay. That's very interesting. Um, I'm just going to agree on one. Well, we can each pick one. Yeah. We don't have to agree. Oh, yeah, we've got time. Yeah, all the time that we want. It's a movie. It's so hard because I feel like so many of the books are like written as speculative screenplays in novel form. Yeah. But then that makes me not like them, choose them all that much. Yeah. Because they don't work that well as books if they're trying too much to mirror movies. Yeah. But I feel like Teresa Bakura. I was just thinking of that. Would make an actually good. It could be actually good. Film. We'd have to recast the core three, which would be very dicey. Yeah. Because they're so young. Intrusive yeah, and Cora. Like we, we have to think. We've already got a new Han, and it was a mixed bag. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I didn't fire him. He could come back. No, yeah, he did fine. He did, he did a fine job. He did a totally fine job. It's a thankless, yeah. thankless task. Yeah. Yeah. But I think if we're thinking not necessarily about casting, just like as but a like, film. Right. That one. I think it would work because it's so connected to the other. Yeah, for sure. For the uh, the original. Yeah, it's trilogy. A, like exact sequel. 
Yeah. It picks up like the moment Return of the Jedi right. ends. So that would work. But then okay, let's like leave the core three aside. Right. Who would you cast as like Gary Al and Sad Kid and Yeah, what was that? <laughs> was his name Dev? Was it was it... Dev. Okay. <laughs> what was that? Um, how old was the sad kid? He was like, like 15. 15. Oh, I don't know. We'd have I think we'd have, we'd to... have to cast somebody older. Yeah. Do high school TV rules. Yeah. Cast somebody older or get somebody we haven't seen before. I don't know. The kid who plays Harvey on Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is good at being sad. Yeah, he's really sad. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he's a sad kid. He'd have to be an older. Yeah. Because I think he's even too old to be playing a high school student. Yeah, um, he seems pretty young. Although he's playing one now. No, I, I know. I, I'm saying like as playing a high school student. Like I think he's right he's older. Yeah, he's in his early twenties. No, he's older because he did that Jeffrey Dahmer movie. Right, a little while ago, and he definitely had to be. He's doing. He's, he's doing quite well. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's oh, really? Well. My friend Dahmer. Yeah, he's he was Dahmer in that. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's yes. really good. He's really good. <laughs> so he's yeah. He's- He's way older than yeah. I thought he was. But yeah, maybe, you know, one of the Stranger Things kids. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, pick, like, pick one of them. <laughs> just they're also talented. Just like, roll a die on a Stranger Things yeah. kid. I think Gariel would be tough to cast because she's not great. Yeah. But if you cast, if you cast well, yeah. you gotta you got get someone who could give her some depth. That's true. What about like an L Fanning? Oh yeah, Fanning would be good there. Yeah. The disdain of a fanning is intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> <laughs> kind of like angelic and. Yeah, I think Elle Fanning could be very good. Yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that I'm mean, like I, like there were other books that I enjoyed more than. What about Shusa, uh, her a bit. Julie Roberts' niece or whatever? Emma Roberts. Oh, yeah. Emma Roberts. She might be too. Old. I feel like Emma Roberts general. is too like modern. A little too modern. And I was going to say, like, she just, like, savvy. Like, she yeah. she doesn't read naive. Yeah. I never I never believe that you can... Yeah, that's true. I don't believe Emma Roberts is fallen for your lines. Yeah, like, yeah she just seemed very... Yeah, she true. always seems very self-possessed and, like, she knows her mind. And yeah. I, I don't think Emma Roberts could play brainwashed all yeah. that convincingly. Yeah. It's like putting... What was it that you said that... The other day that, like, Ben Affleck has... <laughs> <laughs> there was a meme or gif I saw of Ben Affleck in um, Shakespeare in Love, uh, and the wording said something like, you know, his face seems like he's seen a phone before. <laughs> <laughs> it just, like, looks like he knows what a cell phone just is. Just the face of a man who knows <laughs> a phone. <laughs> yeah, it's the face of a man who knows what a phone is. If, if I find who posted that, I'll get credit if it's not me, but... I don't know. <laughs> Hilarious, because that is exactly how you feel when you see him in And I feel that way about Emma Roberts. Yeah. Like, Emma Roberts is the face <laughs> of someone who knows what a phone, phone is. Yeah. And God, maybe that's the biggest surprise in the Star Wars Expanded <laughs> Universe, is they don't have a convenient <laughs> way to get in touch with people. No, no there are no phones. It's always like, put a message in a droid and send it on a ship. <laughs> like, yeah, and we're in, two th- we're in 2019, and you can't not get a hold of somebody, yeah. you know? So it's yeah. like, it always blows my mind how they're like, we have to get a hold of Luke! Get on the ship! Like, <laughs> like you can't call people. Yeah, that was pretty bananas. I guess they thought in the 90s, like, no, it's too ridiculous to think you could just call I somebody I feel like it's because planet. that's what they have to do in A New Hope, but I feel like in A New Hope, there's yeah. like extenuating circumstances. Right, right, Things right. are going on. There should be better technology. But usually you should just be able to get a hold of people. Yeah. Um... With, they can't. Yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Even in, like, I've seen fantasy settings where, like, people can just conveniently get a hold of people with just, like, continents away. Yeah, I mean, they they are better at getting a hold of people on Game of Thrones than they yeah. are in the Star Wars Expanded Universe. They got those well, yeah. ravens. Yeah, ravens. Ravens that They're travel through fast. wormholes. Yeah, well, they basically, like, the ravens of Game of Thrones follow, like, the same rules as, like, the Harry Potter owls. Like, they know yeah. where they're going, they get there very quickly. Right. It's fine. Yeah. Star Wars? No. <laughs> Not even a telegram. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel like I was going to cast... Oh, wait, we did do casting for... Um, Shadows. Shadows. Shadows the Empire. I just thought of my... Update, uh, Pablo Shriver yeah, as... As Prince yeah. Shishor. Shishor. We were not pronouncing it correctly. <laughs> I'm going to stick with Zizor. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say Caesar because... Caesar. Caesar. Yeah. Caesar. Like the salad? Yeah, if you pronounce a Caesar salad, a Caesar salad. <laughs> yeah, I don't sure. know. <laughs> the first half of the war is like the salad. Prince Caesar. What? Caesar. All right, sure. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. That guy. Pablo Schreiber. Yeah. I just thought of one. I mean, he's too old for um, what you guys were saying, most likely, but that's who I want to see in the role, and it's Vin Diesel. Mm. Mm. 
Well, he does work out a lot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He could be uh, he could be shirtless, no problem. Yeah, for sure. I just and Vin Diesel has posted enough shirtless pictures that I just I feel don't like know if I buy. Vin, I just don't know if I buy Vin Diesel as like a conniver. Yeah. No, but I'd like to see him try. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> I would like to see him try to pull that off. We're casting a film. We can't just be like, give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> the casting is tight. I don't, see, I don't see a checkbook on this table. I think I, I think we I think we can do exactly that. Yeah. I mean, I wish I wish I wanted to see Shadows of the Empire as a film. I wish I wanted that too. But they made a video game. Yeah, yeah they, they did. We talked about the video game. Yeah. Um, but to me, it's just like it doesn't make sense no. as an in between. No, it's a standalone and. Jedi. No. Um, I might could be interested in like not a series of them, but like a single Young Jedi Knights yeah. movie. Or like a TV show. Like a Young Jedi Knights TV show. Better. Yeah, I think that would work better as a TV show. But you're going to need to get Young Unknowns for like a, yeah. Like, would you, would, you, <laughs> would you want it to be like a, you know, like a more serious HBO, like prestige thing, or like a CW drama. Oh, a CW was right? okay. <laughs> yeah, the no. CW was the place to put yeah. your young Jedi. Well, that was one series. of the complaints yeah. we had about those books is that there really isn't that much like there's not high school drama. There's not. Like, it's not soapy enough. Yeah, like you need to get some suds there. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I would love that. Um, what else did we put do? Some nice teenage backstabbing and love triangles. And yeah, and like boom. Towards the end, I think we re- realized that Jaina and Tenelka like maybe never had a conversation. Yeah, the two like female characters. The two female yeah. characters like basically don't interact. Everyone Ooh, just like so interacts with who they're paired off yeah. with. So that doesn't pass the the Bechdel test. No. There you go. Most of the books don't. Like, don't I think that like in the whole in the whole series of Young Jedi Knights, Jaina and Tenelka have maybe two conversations, yeah. and they're pretty short. Yeah. Yeah, not paired off. No, um, and when we were when we read Courtship of Princess Leia, we cast that, but it was like an early, like a mid nineties casting yeah. of Courtship of like Princess when it was Leia. Written. Yeah, I'm do it. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other ones. Yeah. Should just look at the list of the books that yeah. we've done. <laughs> My memory's not good enough to remember nineties actors, really. Oh well, we started with Brad Pitt, Circa Thelma and Louise, and it was kind of easy to build yeah. out from there. Okay, yeah, yeah it's not that challenging. Yeah, it was Brad Pitt is. Uh, is older. Yeah. Um, Shirley MacLaine is Tachum. Um, Who did we have is it so was Carrie, Daniel was Carrie Fisher still Leia? Uh, Nicole yeah. Kidman. Everyone, as oh, that's right. Maureen O'Hara as uh Tennille yeah. Jojo's grandmother. Yeah, I think I was just looking over the list of films we've done. I think Trusa Pakora is the most filmic. sort of film ready filmic. Yeah. I mean, I guess if the other choice would be: Did you like a like the Jedi Academy trilogy as a movie trilogy, yeah, or as a single movie and cut a lot of yeah, it? I think you cut a lot. Of Who it would you cast as Kip Duran? Oh boy, in the Jedi Academy trilogy movie, he's got to be pretty young. Kip's not old. Yeah, he's like eighteen. Yeah, I could see the um uh, the Kingsman kid. Oh, it's the Tarrant. No, it's Edgerton something. Yeah, Tarrant Edgerton. I don't know. He might be too like he seems too self assured and a little bit a little bit brawny. Yeah, yeah. Kip, I think Kip's like he Kip's was not living a, in the underground for a while. Yeah, Kip needs to be a little more like like he skinny. doesn't. He needs to look weak. Yeah, look kind of unassuming. Maybe Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, I think Daniel Radcliffe might be a little old. Yeah, but he, he is old, young. but he looks young. He's definitely too old. Oh yeah. my god, I just showed my age. Really bad. <laughs> it's like our age. Yeah. <laughs> what Kit Harrington? He's no, no, no. Maybe the kid who plays Bran. Um, yeah. Oh, there you go. He could do yeah, it. He could do it. Boom. He could real do it. He could do it. Yeah. And then Kit Harrington could be um, that dude who shaves his eyebrows. Gantoris. Yeah, Gantoris. <laughs> 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 yeah. And uh, Liam Neeson could be Stream. Yeah. <laughs> Liam Neeson's already quite on. He can still. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I don't think we can. Do I don't think he can be straight. Oh, that would be hilarious. Because, <laughs> like, there's no one left who yeah. would recognize Qui <laughs> It's just Qui in disguise. Paragon's <laughs> Force Ghost Man. Oh my gosh! Liam Neeson could play Exarcune, and it could be the whole yeah. question of whether or not it's oh, yeah, Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon or Exarcune. Like, Qui-Gon is just bored and pranking. Because yeah. <laughs> he was kind of a dick. Like, yeah. I like Qui-Gon, though. 
I like him too. He's kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah, in retrospect, it's kind of like when you you know realize that Indiana Jones is a dick. Indiana Jones, yeah. A monster. When you realize, yeah, that moment when you realize Indiana Jones is not Han Solo. No, <laughs> no. And Han Solo is not Indiana Jones, Jones and yeah. people conflate the two a lot. Yeah, a lot. What would you most like to see going forward in the books? Yeah, from the books. Like, what what are you hoping that we? What are you hoping a chestnut that we crack <laughs> over? I mean, I would love to see like a really well written Leia. Yeah, that would be great. That would be really nice. That would be so lovely. I, I mean, that's the closest we got with Crystal Star. Yeah. She was fine. And she was fine. Star. Not necessarily like the Leia that I imagined. But, no. Um, but she was sort of fine. Um, yeah, I would like to see a, a really well-written Leia. I would like to see some, and we've talked a lot about this, but like different genres. Yeah. Yeah. Like authors playing right. like, different genres. Right. Even movies, right? Like a romantic comedy or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think that's what worked really well about like Rogue One was this sort of like, it's a war movie and... Yeah. A little bit of a different Although I take. will say that I feel like the two movies that are the Star Wars stories have sort of like the least rewatch value yeah. for me of the Star Wars movies. Because any of the ones that get a number, I'm yeah, good for it any time. Yeah. Like, turn right. it on, I'm down. Yeah. But I haven't really wanted to watch Rogue One again since I saw it in theaters. Yeah. And I haven't especially wanted to watch Solo again since I saw it in theaters. Although we have. Most of it, but we quit. Yeah, yeah, we, we kind of did it, and it was kind of startling, because I remember liking it a lot, yeah. watching it in the movie Both of those movies I really enjoyed in the theater, but I feel like there's something like particular to yeah. experiencing them I for think, the first time in the cinema. Yeah, I, I think I rewatched Rogue One. Maybe once. I have not gone back. I objectively think that Rogue One is good. good, And I definitely enjoyed Solo when I watched it. But just, like, those movies don't call to me. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe just need a little more distance. I do want to actually rewatch Rogue One again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It is good. good. It is definitely good. Yeah. Yeah. I would Um, really like... I would like to see the books feel a little more free to get further away from the core movie characters. Yeah. Now, will you be expanding into maybe reading some of the, you know, uh, well, I don't know what they would be called since they're not legends, but like I guess the current the new it's universe. like the new canon, the new canon. The new, the yeah, new canon. I think once we've exhausted, yeah, once we exhaust the expanded universe, which is pretty yeah, big, which I think will take a while because I think there you'll you you know you might have more luck with finding. I think there are a lot of books like that in the new. I think the new canon is did that better better yeah. about. Opening like, up just try something. things, yeah. trying new things, making, you know, exploring but sort of more But especially also, you know, a better layup. Because, you know, I think now that the the movies have painted that, you know, uh, enduring picture of... General Leia. Yeah, of general, general Leia, you know, just like, this is one, you know, a... I don't want to say grown-up, because she's an adult in the, in the original trilogy, but, you know, like, an older Leia. This is what yeah. older Leia is like. I think now the books are going to... Yeah, suit someone. So. Because the cartoon has too, like Star Wars Rebels. Um, you know, when she appears in there, she's, you know, much more of a you know, of a badass and a and a stronger leader and things yeah. like that and not I, that yeah. you know, naggy princess. Yeah. I would like to see a good parent child relationship. Yeah, that'd be great. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what a novel idea. We did, we did talk about that. Like, is there a single, single good parent no, in the okay, Star Wars so universe? Han and Leia are trash parents. Yeah. Like, as much as they could be called parents. Yeah. Gary was a bad mom. Yeah. Gary what about Shmi? Skywalker. I mean, we haven't run into it. We haven't seen her in the books. I mean, in the movies, poor Shmi. I mean, yes, obviously, as much as it hurts, get your child out of slavery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you gotta do that. But, I mean, I will say, the Jedi Council is trash for leaving her in slavery. And Amidala is trash for leaving her in slavery. Like, y'all all all got money. Go back and get her. It's not like Watto said, no, never at any price. Right, right. Like, when we catch back up with her, she's been sold. Yeah. They're like, well, all we needed from you was your kid. Bye. Right. Like, yeah. and, they, and you would assume they have credit cards. You'd be like, I'm sure we can name a price that's high enough. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, like, you might have to go and get the money right. and then come back. But come, come back. back, you monsters. Yeah, yeah, like, what is terrible. this? And they even said, like, the Republic's outlawed slavery. So go and free all the genie <laughs> slaves on Tatooine. <laughs> like, the hell is going on with you people? That was a surprise. How yeah. chill <laughs> in Star Wars is with slavery. slavery. Yeah, There's tons of slavery in the yeah. Star Wars There's expanded universe. There's tons of slavery, isn't there? We're just like, oh yeah, we're slaves in the Spice Mine or whatever. Yeah, we're and slaves the expanded universe. There's, there. there's slaves on Tatooine, slaves in the Spice Mines. Yeah. Jabba's got slaves just up the wazoo. Yeah. Like, they're, they're slave hotel employees. Like, people are just enslaved 
all over the place. Yeah. And everyone's just like, that's really sad for you. Yeah. If that. If that. <laughs> Otherwise, they're just like, well, how about Metabolist Cabana Slave? Like, what's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> There's nothing we can do about yeah. it. We're just the New Republic, and well, we're not in charge. Oh, wait, yeah, you're like members of the Jedi Council, multiple members of the Jedi Council, and a member of the Senate slash Queen of a Planet right. elected position. Like, do something. Whatever. <laughs> like, have met and enjoyed the hospitality of a woman who is held I'm, in bondage. Okay. Yeah. Do something. <laughs> well, I feel like even the new movies have kind of passed, As opposed to, like, passed judgment on the just being Jedi like, order. Thanks yeah. for thanks for the kid. Yeah, yeah. Bye. Bye. You not being around will mean he's less distracted. Right. <laughs> well, you know what? They they got what they deserve. <laughs> uh, Maybe they would have brought his mama along, you know. She could have talked some sense in him. <laughs> he was a special, sweet baby angel boy who needed a tender hand. Right. He took his mama away, right. and then he let Obi-Wan go do other stuff. <laughs> yeah. This is what happens when he's yeah, left to draw him. his own conclusions. Like a lost little duckling, he just imprints on a... <laughs> Whoever will take him. And then Palpatine was like, I have breadcrumbs. And he was like, that's all I need. I will Yum. be your sweet baby. No, you shouldn't be feeding breadcrumbs to a duck because that's not what they eat. No, that's what the dark side gets you. Yeah, and if your duck eats breadcrumbs, you see what happens. They get melted into lava. Monster duck. Yeah, they start murdering kids. This is the problem. Maybe it's all to not cause parents are not so terrible. I think they're pretty rad, though. Yeah. I mean, we haven't gotten to see much of Isolder and Tenennial DeJoe's parenting. parenting. I guess it's true. All we know about them is that they sent her to Luke's Jedi <laughs> Academy, which is not a great yeah. sign for them. No, but... And that mostly Todd Shum seems to be the one raising her. That's true. Another strike. I do feel like he, he released some sort of, like, PR <laughs> package to parents that was like, come, drop your kid off at this, like, magical... <laughs> Land of education and <laughs> spirituality. But as a parent, you have a duty to do some <laughs> follow-up on that. I mean, it's almost surprising that, you know, no sort of, I don't know, family first group has gone after Star Wars will be like, they do not perform family values because they really don't. There's no happy family. In There's no good families. <laughs> there are no good families. Even in the movies, yeah. that is the one consistent thing. Han and Leia are trash parents yeah. who raise evil children. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then... Although I know there's lots of people who think Kylo Ren's gonna, like, Turn out to not be all that evil, yeah. and well, he well, already in the books. Too. Well, he already right. can't. He's already gone too far, if you ask me. Well, he killed Han. I mean, yeah. you're not willing to see him come back from that. Is anybody? What? Yes, yes. <laughs> emphatically, yeah. yes. Well, I don't. There are a lot of people who have uh, a good bit of investment. Yeah, in Kylo Ren's in Kylo Ren's redemption. I mean, that's just like to say, like you know, more, I guess a somewhat timely reference now. Just be like, well, you know, maybe Ted Bundy won't turn out to be such a bad person after all. It's well, like he already did what he did. He can't be. No, a person but I mean, now. like Darth Vader did so much worse yeah. than Kylo Ren. And yeah. what I have learned from the books is that, as far as Luke and like the mainstream view of the, that character is concerned, is like he was a good person who was 100% redeemed in his right, final moments and yeah. died with a totally clean soul. All is fine. Name your children after him. Yeah. <laughs> Which, Which like, like hugely. He yeah. killed so many more people. Kylo Ren yeah. has not even yeah, just dipped his toe in the water. Barely <laughs> dipped a toe in the water of evil. I mean, on that scale, yeah, sure. He hasn't killed any kids yet, so. Yeah, not a single child left. Yeah. <laughs> Vader killed so many kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, cheers to another year. Yeah. <laughs> On that note. Cheers. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. And thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for being with us on our journey. And yeah. we will be back soon with Children of the Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. We're not far in, but. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see how it goes. It's a doozy. And thank you for coming back, guest. Yeah. Guest. Oh. First and only guest. Our first and only guest. Maybe we should try to get more guests next year. Yeah. Write in and tell us what you want. You have, you know, lots of entitlement. People like us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you would like more information, please check out our website, adolescenceafteralderon.wordpress.com, for show notes and info about upcoming episodes. We're also on Twitter, after underscore Alderon. We're on Instagram, adolescenceafteralderon. And if you would like to touch base with us, ask questions, participate in the conversation, you can email us at adolescenceafteralderon at gmail.com. Thanks so much.